The We Are Dog Nation podcast opinions and reports are not those of the University of Georgia. This is not an official podcast of UGA. At least not yet. This is the We Are Dog Nation podcast. I'm your host, Nation, and that's short for Dog Nation. And our dogs take the field in Athens, Georgia, between the hedges at night and under the lights and curb stomp the Vanderbilt Commodores 41 to 13. And let's face it, the Commodores been losers ever since Lionel Richie left the group anyway, okay? And some of y'all might be too young for that joke. Just Google Lionel Richie and the Commodores and you'll get it. Woo, what a beautiful night, a beautiful day. That was my very first time being back in the Classic City for a night game since 2009. It's been way too long. But I got that account early on Saturday, Walked around some tailgate areas, talking to other dog fans, all the good stuff. Stopped by the student take center, and I saw Keith Marshall come through. Uh, for those of you who don't, don't know who Keith Marshall is, he is a former number one running back recruit in the nation from the year 2012 he signed on. He's uh, recently played for, played for the Washington Redskins. I think now he's a free agent. But it was good seeing him come back for homecoming. Got down there. So we go by, go by the dog walk. Go down to the dog walk, see all the players and Coach Kirby come through and, you know, got my, got my video camera out on my phone and Kirby coming through and Justin and Jake and the wide receivers and the linebackers, et cetera, et cetera. And then there comes a moment where I had to stop and just look up. Walking by me is Isaiah Wilson. Isaiah Wilson it's the right tackle out of Brooklyn, New York. He is six foot seven, three hundred and forty-five pounds, and predominantly muscle. Now, by me saying that, you know that's a big human being. You already know that, but it's nothing like seeing him in, seeing him in person. He is amazingly big. Then I thought about it for a second. Wait a minute. Isaiah plays right tackle. Ben Cleveland plays right guard. And right now, Ben Cleveland is hurt, but he's coming back. But Ben Cleveland is 6'6", 342. I'm like, wait a minute. And Ben Cleveland, last year, I might have mentioned this before on on one of my last podcasts, I'm not sure. But Ben Cleveland, who plays right guard, he bench pressed 225 for 50 reps. 5-0. 50. Rips. Massive human being as well. So I, I'm, I'm just glad I'm not, I wasn't in high school, rather alone college, trying to go against those guys because I would not have not been ready. But got down there, got to the seat, beautiful seats, uh, right next to the student section in the band, in the end zone. What an amazing way to start off that game. 75 yard touchdown from Jake Fronda to Terry Godwin. Terry Godwin fighting off defenders, getting the end zone, scoring that touchdown, getting all the side. That's what I'm talking about. Take the shots downfield. Let's go, baby. Let's go, Jake. Let's do this. And then things started to slow down again. I'm like, come on. Let's go. Pedal to the metal. Put your foot in their throats. And second quarter, pick back up some more. Finish out the first half, 21-6. All that good stuff. And came back out and finished, finished them all. I said, you know, 
I know we're six and zero. I know we're number two team in the country. I know we're undefeated. But I feel like they could be doing more. And to hear Kirby say he's not yet satisfied with how we were playing. There's more we can do. We can get better. He's anxious to see how much more better we can become as a a unit. Made me feel good. Now, at the same time, I had to remind myself who Kirby Smart was and who he is. Kirby Smart desperately needs, wants, and strongly desires being a national champion. And he's going to turn, he's not going to stop at anything until he gets there. And so, let me just sit back, stop sweating. You know, it's hard with your fan, your emotions are into it, but you know what? I trust Kirby. I'm going to let Kirby be Kirby and do what he do because he knows best. So, I want to get into coming up next. I want to talk about what happened this past week. We had three decommits in one week. That's kind of uh, a lot for one week, but it's all right. I'll give you my take on that coming up. Be right back. Don't go anywhere. Welcome back. We had kind of a crazy week last week in the world of recruiting. We had three uh, players who was committed to decommit. The main one was Jaden Hazelwood, the five-star wide receiver out of City Girl High School, decommitted from the Dogs. Jaden had been committed since his sophomore year. Sometimes it's kind of hard to hold on to somebody for that long, especially that good, because he's going to get approached by everybody. But I'm not worried about it. Kirby's going to, you know, continue recruiting hard, and all those guys going to recruit him very hard and win him back over. It kind of reminds me of Adam Anderson out of Rome High School, who had committed to the Dogs for the 2018 class last year. At one point, he decommitted, and then he committed to LSU, only to decommit from LSU and commit back to Georgia. So this is long, long, long from over because we have Kirby has one thing on his mind, and that's building a dynasty, and we're going to get the players to do so. So I'm not too much worried about that. The other one, uh, J.D. Bernstrand decommitted, and Jalen Perry committed, decommitted. I'm not too worried about that. A lot of time I saw last year, they kind of t- those commits who had decommitted. They kind of told them probably best you, you part ways, kind of a mutual thing, because Georgia right now is bringing in the best of the best of the, in the country. And if someone's better and you're not, you're good but not as good as that person. Your scholarship's not guaranteed. It may seem kind of um, jacked up in a sense, but he his mindset is win that championship. You got to the best players possible. And so I think a mutual decision had not officially came out yet, but reason why, but I think it was a mutual decision for them to part ways versus Georgia, and I wish them well in their commitment. But I do believe Jaden will be back. So... um. One thing I got to talk about, man, that fourth quarter, back to the game, the the beginning of the fourth quarter, for those of you, you know, you see it on TV, They everybody in the stadium, Seven Stadium, they turn on the cell phone lights and the music plays and they start waving their phones. And, well, and from TV, it looks pretty cool. It is nothing like it in person. 
TV don't do it justice. I was so amazed of how beautiful it was in there on last Saturday on, on Saturday night. When they put when 93,000 people are turn on their cell phone lights, it seemed like Christmas time in the city at nighttime with all those lights going off. And the whole stadium just lit up. What a beautiful, beautiful sight. I can't wait to get back to another home game someday and do that again. I want to give out my weekly game ball. And this is going to come as maybe a surprise to some. Didn't see this coming. But this young man is very, very well respected. Very well loved by his teammates and the fan base who we need. Often what he does get overlooked. I'm talking about none other than number 98, Rodrigo Blankenship. All of his kicks are touchbacks. The, the, the guys on the special team on special teams are just running down the field, basically. He has an awesome leg. He had a 53-yard field goal, which could have went for 60. And he, he got these goggles on. He is probably the most will go down as the most uh, famous and most beloved kicker in Georgia history by the time he leaves. He set a record last night for the most extra points made in a career for UGA. So hats off, game ball, yes, kickers do matter. Rodrigo Blankenship. And my prediction for the LSU game, I do predict that's a win by double digits again. But this time, I'm going to say 34 to 20, dog wins in Baton Rouge, Louisiana. And before I get off here for the night and say goodbye for the week, I gotta say to a very special, sweet, and dear friend of mine who texted me and said, Hey, if I can't make it to the game, do you wanna go in my place? You didn't have to do that. I really appreciate you from the bottom of my heart. That was so. So very sweet. You made my weekend by doing that. And I really, really thank you. That meant a whole lot. I won't mention your name. You're a subscriber. But how about this? I'll just say that the whole time experience on Saturday, getting down there, seeing those beautiful lights, seeing that great game, being that great atmosphere, let's just say the whole time experience was very bliss. All right? As always, good talking with y'all. Bring your reports here. If you haven't already, subscribe to the podcast. You can follow me on Instagram at We Are Doll Nation. Follow me on Twitter at We Are Doll Nation. And I hope that you'll come back and keep on listening. If this is your very first time to, to the podcast, welcome. Go back and listen to some of the previous episode. I hope you come back. And if you came back again, I cannot thank you enough for coming back and listening to the podcast on a regular basis, I really do appreciate you. And those of you all who give me feedback, thank you. My job, my goals get better and better at this. So thank you so much from the very bottom of my heart. As always, have a great Bulldog week. Be blessed. And go dogs. <laughs>